0: Well, Vikings Nation, it's a somber day. After the first game of the 2021 season, Vikings with a bone-crushing loss in Cincinnati today. Bring you guys our initial reaction. Um, what a disgrace from this referee crew today. Um,
1: disgrace.
0: Had a chance to win it in no OT. Those of you that are watching the game, I think 13 penalties for how many yards, Matt?
2: Uh, it was 17 penalties for over 150 yards, I'm pretty sure, right around there.
0: And that is it disgrace to our offensive front uh so undisciplined all the way around on offense today and it's not like cousins had a bad game at all this is not a loss that you can put on him um i think they came down to our offensive line no discipline couldn't handle people all day rough games from four out of the five guys up front and uh at the end of the day it just came back to bite us i don't think we deserve to win that game at any point and we didn't end up winning it so
2: yeah, we, you're you're right on. I mean, I don't think we deserve to win that game, but the fact that we're able to battle back just shows that if we didn't consistently shoot ourselves in the foot, that we probably would have won that game by a touchdown or, you know, 10 points. Who knows? But the way that we're consistently putting ourselves in second and long, third and longs, and then running the ball, doing kind of conservative play calling, I felt like we were always chasing, and we finally got that chance to go to OT. But, again, we have a, cre- a critical error in Dalvin f- fumbling, quote-unquote. But, again, the the officiating and the replay review really kind of screwed us both times, and I think they were both incorrect. In my eyes, I was on the opposite end, and that's not even from even being biased, just from the viewpoints that we saw and that they should have been able to see as well.
1: Yeah, it was obviously disappointing day all around. Man, I totally agree with you. I thought we showed a lot of fight in the second second half when you know Thielen with just Thielen's being Thielen out there, and then Justin. We just got to give him the ball more. I think offense was not the problem. Our weapons were the problem. Excuse me, but offensive line. Wow, man, that was. We came into the season with a lot higher expectations. You know, oh, second second year with these guys. You know, I I just I just oh, oh. and then. Kirk's also got to step up and or make a move in the pocket a little bit earlier. But all around offense, I think the offense played well outside of the obviously the penalties and they just shot us in the foot so many times. We got backed up because of it. They had great field possession all day long. I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, it's a game of field possession. You didn't yep. I mean, where you starting where you end. I mean, mm-hmm. it, but defense played all right, but it's just tough. Just yeah. tough all around there
2: we almost had a chance even at an OT to really make a stop maybe push for a tie even at that point but just it seems like every time that we uh we're gonna take momentum and and take the lead we just couldn't do that
0: yeah and you saw Rashad Breland get attacked all day I mean I'm not gonna say everything I saw from him was bad today because I thought he was aggressive in the run game he made some plays in the backfield but you look at T Higgins and and you look at Jamar Chase just straight up beating him athletically and that's something you hate to see from a corner who has a lot of playoff experience and has been in this league for a long time. I mean, maybe Jamar Chase is just that much faster. I don't know. But um sucks to see Jamar Chase, especially after his comments earlier this week, go out and have a great game against us. And uh, he kind of proved that he's maybe worthy of that draft pick. He looked great today. And props to Joe Burrow. Honestly, he's very composed back there for being a second-year quarterback. It's very impressive the way he leads the offense. So um, no knock to him at all thought he was maybe a little bit banged up there but it even seemed to come in then and look just as good so um just a lot of things that went wrong for us and how about something not going wrong for us is the kicking game yeah we come down and we make, we make we make some even. kicks we make some clutch kicks and we force overtime and then we just find another way to lose it so it's just like Can't terrible find a way just terrible i mean that start to the season one of those losses that just you know makes monday a lot worse That's and good. tuesday
2: it's good to see some of the other NFC teams losing currently. Uh, with Detroit losing already, and uh, Green Bay down seventeen. Rock last we looked, and uh, Chicago with a tough matchup with, with the Rams tonight. So that would be quite the uh, result if all four teams went zero and one. But uh, would be a good help for us. So we just got to bounce back. We got Arizona, but overall, it's just there's a lot of things that went wrong in this game that we should have. I felt like in our eyes, had that game and won.
1: Yeah, I tell you, but. A couple position groups, I think, that, you know, are significantly better than last year already. I think we can talk about The defensive line looks good. It's good and stout. Uh, We didn't see a lot of Sheldon today. I don't know what the deal with him was, but uh, I think uh, Michael Pierce, very good player. Uh, Dalvin. Dalvin Thompson was a little quiet, but you can't necessarily necessarily say that that's a bad thing. So, you know, if he was kind of quiet, he kind of did his job. You know, what are you going to do? But, so uh that position group i think is Daniel solid hunter um it's new hunter got a sack you know um yeah. that was huge a little bit quiet yeah it's a little quiet but yeah we need the boys to we need the boys to start forcing some turnovers and play that minnesota vikings defense that we used to play like, you know what i mean it's just we used to be you know third down machine like monsters out there flying around making plays constantly getting turnovers like we just need to be that team again i like, think we we didn't show that like drive today i feel like there's a little you know people are just kind of just i don't know maybe i'm wrong but
2: yeah no, well i think, I think getting great bar great back points, is uh points. gonna be a huge for us too so let's hope for a healthy bar this week
0: yeah and just one of those plays that sticks out to me uh third and five joe mixon down the sidelines and we have daniel hunter and harrison smith our two oh. captains you know two mm-hmm. of our best players on the team just missing two tackles and then yeah. mixon picks up the first down so i mean There were so many plays today where it seemed like this is the biggest play of the game for us. There were so many times I feel like we were saying that because there were so many times we had our backs against the wall. We never got comfortable offensively. Um, We had to save ourselves converting some third and longs because it seemed like they were throwing a flag on every single play. I've never seen a a football game like that. As long as I've watched football, seeing that many consecutive penalties. You remember the four-penalty drive?
2: To start the game, to start the season. It's just it was really just not the way you wanted to start and i think it knocked a lot of the confidence early and i like the way we bounce back mm-hmm. but you know zimmer's got to be livid with the team and the the discipline really and the lack of it there i mean those amount of penalties just isn't acceptable at this level in the nfl yes. and it's just got to be corrected immediately
0: and that is probably something he preaches day in and day out is playing disciplined football because that's the style of football that wins games and he's a defensive-minded coach um just terrible, terrible execution. I thought Nick Vigil, player that stood out to me today on defense. I thought he had a good game. Um, looked Pat explosive Pete. on some of his pass rushes. Pat Pete was quiet, but that, once again, that's, that's good. a good thing. Yeah. yeah, those are good things to not see him get but Xavier targeted. Woods but, had but he a looked big ready.
2: Pass breakup. Uh, he had, I think he had a pretty solid game in my eyes.
0: Yeah, I like Xavier Woods. He made no big mistakes. Uh, there was a couple times where I felt like Harrison maybe could have made a play. But overall, I mean, he still looked great blitzing off the edge, and he's just a presence out there by himself. And then on the offensive side of the ball, a few things that I did like. I liked what I saw from K.J. Osborne today, actually. Impressive. I liked it on the fourth and four, uh, catching that slant route. That's a huge play for the team. And you saw him moving the chains earlier in the first half as well, breaking a tackle down the sidelines. So those are big things. I thought Tyler Conklin, you know, he kind of played exactly how I expected him to. Make four, you know, solid catches, one up the seam. Got us in good position at the end of the game there to go tie it. So uh, I think we will get some more
2: red zone opportunities too in the future of the season. I think we will be uh, a threat in that area.
0: Yeah. So Jack, I have a question for you. Um, do you think that maybe the lack of discipline today, the penalties, do you think that has something to do with sitting some of our best players in the preseason and not getting that chemistry? I'm gonna have to agree with that one because these dudes were not
1: getting the reps they should have gotten. Like, just even if it's like you know. Like, just drive. one drive more, drive. whatever, just get those live reps. I just felt like, I feel like, even when we came out, even when they did play in the preseason, they were slow. They needed that extra drive. They needed yeah. the one to get comfortable. And then it's just, I think it's just translating over right now. They, they just seemed black and days They didn't, Yeah. like, it's the first game of the year. Like, that old line should be cracking. Yeah. But if they, they weren't, just were they just weren't. They, the pass should be smacking. Like, yeah. we have the best third, top three running back in the league. We need to get, like, he, how many times he get stuffed at the off at the line today? He either he either get, makes, was untouched thirteen yards up the sideline or blown up at the line of scrimmage, yep. and then so I mean we had to use him in the past game today. We get got a couple of screens to him. I thought he played what played that well, but yeah. it's like but we can't let we can't become one dimensional. We got let Dalvin be Dalvin, and we did not let Dalvin be Dalvin with the way
0: we played up front.
2: He that's only had 61 true. rushing yards today, so yeah. that's, and you that's look nothing. At, I him. think
0: a lot of that stems from our predictable play calling today as well. Um, I thought this was a team where we could basically call if it was runner pass, first and second down, we knew when it was coming. And then it kind of seemed when we got nervous and needed a big play, that's when we'd bring out play action. It's like we got to find a way to catch these defenses off guard and throw the ball when they're expecting mm-hmm. us to run it. And the creativity in the run game wasn't there as well. I think we only saw one toss. It was a ton of inside, outside zone, and I mean, I get it. It's power football. It's old school, but mm-hmm. I think we could add some more wrinkles in there, and we can maybe get some designed, you know, maybe what about a fake halfback handoff, you know, fullback dive, something to CJ Ham. Get a left. jet sweep. I didn't see much jet motion at all today, maybe, besides the Jefferson reverse, which was an awesome play call. I will give that my only exception That's to the what, game.
2: More of what I want to see is creativity, yes. and moving Jefferson Kirk out of the pocket. I think we. Need to help Kirk in certain situations and do play action rollouts. Whether it's just a quick rollout, I think you need to get him moving a lot more because when he gets stagnant and, and just, uh, becomes like a standing stone at some points when it yes. doesn't seem like he's going to move around. awareness at all, is zero. We got to get him moving and get the other options like moving with them so that he has that ability to just throw on the run. Cause he's good at that. I just feel like today there's a lot of just standing back him just being immo- immobile and that being shown as a weakness.
0: And It it gets exposed time and time again. It's when the script isn't going well for Kirk Cousins and he has to improvise and start to call some audibles. That's when we see him struggle in honesty. And when the script is going well and we're hitting those design plays that we plan before the game, maybe a 15, 20-play script, that's when he plays well. And It's not like it it was near his fault today. He made some good throws. There was only maybe a handful of them where I thought he – there was a couple to Jefferson he threw behind him. Other than that, I think he was fairly accurate. Uh, seemed to O-line check the ball down a lot. Help. O-line did not give him any help. And look at guys like Ezra Cleveland and Bradbury, who we were both hoping to see big steps from them this year in the pass in pass pro, and we just didn't see it today. And we knew Rashad Hill was going to be a liability against Trey Hendrickson. But at the same time, I think we could have held up a little bit better for sure because there were so many times when Kirk was either under pressure or forced to check the ball down immediately.
2: Well, in my eyes, I thought the right side of the line was much better than the left. Uh, I think both Udo and O'Neill had a penalty. Just I think every member of the Vikings offensive line had a penalty tonight. At least, but I thought that Rashad Hill. Had the worst outing out of the five and got exposed by Hendrickson multiple times. And then you have Ezra Cleveland with the critical holding call that was in a uh, tight part of the game. And Garrett Bradbury was getting pushed back uh, more than once. And that's just something you don't want to see out of the center. That's not getting Kirk any time. And he's having to back up. And that's not where we want Kirk to be.
1: No. Yeah, and to back that up, Matt, I'm looking 20 carries for Dalvin, 61 yards. His long was 17. Jeez. So that's 17 of his yards out of one carry, right? Nice. So he got like again, how many times did he get blown up the oh, line wow. of scrimmage? Brad, you know, right up the middle, like our guards, no push today. Yeah. Ezra, holy, oh. cle- they cle- inside clearly struggled oh. it. Brian O'Neill is the best lineman, obviously. Um, Rashad Hill struggled. He, I would assume, he's going to be replaced here very quickly by Darisaw once he's healthy. Already. I I don't think there's any doubt there. Regardless of how Daris that
0: looks, he's probably gonna they're, they're going to throw him out there. So uh,
2: after what Rashad showed today,
0: I think we throw him in the fire. I think he's younger, he's more athletic. If he's healthy enough to play right now, we need to get him in there. Rashad Hilda, I mean, there's a reason he's been on the team this long as a backup. He's a good swing tackle. I like him in the run game. Some of those uh, goal line formations, I do not mind having him out there at all. But when we need to spread the offense and throw the football. I do not trust him in pass protection in between the 20s. So, um devastating devastating start to the season. Really thought that we had to go in 2 week 3 like I previously said 2 and 0, but that brings us with it up to Arizona next week and we're going to have to look ahead to that game. Arizona lit things up today and Dominated Deion, DeAndre Tennessee. Hopkins looked great. Chandler
2: Jones 5 sacks. Rashad yeah. Hill better come ready next week and they better send help because We cannot let that happen to Kirk Cousins.
0: Yeah, hopefully we can see Christian Derrissaw make his debut. Going to be a tough matchup for whoever's playing tackle there. Kyler Murray also looked great today, connecting with Hopkins multiple times. He's got weapons all over. So this is going to be a game. And we know another question for you. Do you think Patrick Peterson, knowing DeAndre Hopkins, spending that season with him in Arizona, do you think that gives us maybe a little bit of an advantage knowing how well Peterson knows the culture in Arizona and maybe tipping some of these DBs on Hopkins' tendencies.
2: Yeah, I think it obviously helps us having that familiarity. Anytime you've played with a guy, you know his tendencies uh, and just kind of tricks up the sleeve. So I think that's going to help him a lot, but it's going to take Harrison's help. It's going to take Xavier's help and those slot corners because in those zones and times where he's not man-on-man or if he needs safety help over the top, they got to be there and and make sure that we're giving the best coverage possible because I think he can do a good job on him, like he did a good job today. But uh, he's just such an elite receiver; you're going to need help still.
1: And by looking at the Arizona today, it looks like they can spread the field no matter who it is. So honestly, it's the backside again for me. It's who it's brilliant what looked awful today. It's flat out. There's no, there's no questioning that. We that backside is honestly my concern. They were attacking it. And they're the Cincinnati Bengals. there's I mean, Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow, right? But they're not proven either. So, like, but we got attacked on the backside today with our weak weak corner. They no. exposed it. It was very obvious. So that's honestly more the concern. I don't think Pat Pete's the problem at all. Oh. He's gonna be obviously our number one corner going forward. No. He was very quiet today, he never so they're obviously throwing away from him, the game plan away no. from him. So <laughs> I mean I, it's that backside corner and it's that uh, backside safety help. Those two have to just figure it out because we're gonna get attacked. We, I mean, how many we got? Aaron Rodgers in our division, right? Other than that, but Jared Goff, Jared, he, he was kind of you Goff know, was slinging it. Great today. comeback, great comeback today. But uh, we just gotta be able to toss the rock downfield and we be able to stop from tossing the rock downfield. Yeah. So Best. and another interesting thing I saw today was KJ Osborne with – like seven catches. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, one of the positives. Huge. The I did not. I just saw it. So I had to one of the biggest winners.
2: Too. I think he's one of the biggest winners out of the game. Uh, yeah, for sure. Guys like Thielen, obviously, with two touchdowns. Yeah, Thielen played his Dalvin game. Dalvin doing his thing. I still think he could have had a better day running, but I think that was due to the play calling and the lack of motion, really, that we didn't have all throughout the game. I felt like we were just running straight up formations and old school ball, like you were saying earlier. So that was something I hope to see get changed. Uh, yeah. But then, yeah, guys like Pat Pete, Michael Pierce, I think they both had an electric game. And then EK just is another another game just for him. That's that's what he does every week.
0: Mm-hmm. And looking at our offensive staff here, you do not plan and script plays for 2nd and 20, 3rd and 26. Like These are just plays where we had to come on call a play. And we got so far off script today with our penalties, unable to get in any kind of rhythm offensively and just – Tried to heavily lean on Dalvin Cook, and he took some licks today, and you hate to see it, all that for no reason. Couldn't come out with a tie even in overtime, even though he got – we don't even want to talk about the referees anymore, but he got – He got screwed. Yeah, he got screwed in, the fourth, in fourth quarter and in overtime. So my final statement uh, to leave the fans with is go look at the picture, go look at the screenshot, Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook side by side. Tell me how Justin Jefferson's down on the one yard line and tell me how Dalvin Cook is not down yep. in overtime. Should've uh it's bla- it's blatantly obvious. Uh we don't want to blame everything on the referees. Can't wait for New York to release they do that, job. that article this week
2: of looks like they were right on the official call or it should have been uh should have yeah, been exactly. flipped but both ways.
0: That makes it even worse for us. So yep. the fact that they have the audacity to call the game call that type of game today, I think, is ridiculous. Multiple times you see Daniel Hunter getting held and not a flag was coming out of the pocket for Cincinnati.
2: Disappointing start to the season, but now we got to turn our heads towards Arizona Cardinals and come to play because they had a dominant week one, and we cannot let that happen again in week two.
0: Sometimes it's tough to keep the faith, but we got to keep it. Let's go, Vikes. Let's go.